Hello, welcome to this week's episode of Write, Read, and Write, a podcast dedicated to the, your study and practice of English. I'm Josiah Gray, and I'm joined by Adam Preston Perrell. So uh, I added the uh, Seth, Adam, because you always have your three names in there. I hope you do appreciate that. I do appreciate that, and I hit the Preston there because my mom calls me Preston. <laughs> okay, I don't okay. think she's called me Adam for like over a decade. Um, <laughs> But yes, that's that's explanation to everyone why I use my middle name. And today we are happy to be working through our third episode, and it is a pleasure. Um, I really enjoyed doing this over the past few weeks, and I hope we continue. I think we work good together, don't we, Josiah? Ooh, uh, <laughs> that's a that's a huge pet peeve of mine, Adam. Uh, we we work well together. Um, not good, because uh, in this sentence, good is an adverb, and so it should be well. Yeah, that's what I meant. If that's what you meant, then that's what you should have said. <laughs> you know, Josiah, don't be such a grammar Nazi. Thank you, Adam. Uh, well, students, audience, uh, today's episode is uh, 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 grammar, punctuation, and understanding. And all those nitty-gritty, unfun things are so freaking important to our writing. But most people find this topic, you know, they either find it really pointless or just frustrating. Uh, but we chose this topic because reading and writing is all about communication. And having correct grammar and punctuation allows for smooth and clear communication. Adam, uh, what do you think? Well, I totally agree. Writing is all about communication. Um, but I think it's uh, also pretty important, especially for students, to distinguish between punctuation and grammar. Uh, punctuation generally is read and not heard, whereas grammar, and this is the reason we stress it, is both heard and read. Hmm. Uh, that's true, but I'm, I'm not, I don't fully agree with you because I would argue that there is actually a facet of punctuation that is heard. Because whenever uh, we are adding those commas or those periods, we're basically saying to the reader that we should pause here that there needs to be a, a break, a pause for a comma, maybe a longer pause for a period. And in those pauses, those long pauses, we take uh, that breath. And which is why if you are struggling uh, with not knowing when or where to put a full stop, you might want to try reading out your writing. Because uh, naturally, you will begin to feel that moment where you should pause and breathe, or you'll simply suffocate uh, because you'll just keep on rambling on without ever taking a break. Uh, and that would be unfortunate. Uh, I can't breathe thinking about it. It's like a mind is racing with no way to stop or slow. Everything pushing forward. Oh, it's dizzying. Dizzying. Uh, yes, that is one word for it. Uh, for me, I feel it's like more like a free fall where there's nothing slowing you down. And you're just going to inevitably just splat at the bottom because you're just going too fast. Um, maybe that's uh, too grisly a metaphor. But all right. So... Um, Maybe we've gotten actually a little ahead of ourselves. Uh, so let's backpedal here for a second, Adam. Um, in your understanding, what are the big similarities and differences between punctuation and grammar? Okay, well, I see grammar as the rules of a language that involve ideas, mood, or time. Uh, moods such as the subjunctive mood that expresses what if or maybe a hypothetical statement that makes up some of the rules. Um, we need these differences in language to show that something isn't real. And not every language has a subjunctive mood. I think it's Vietnamese that doesn't have it. Um, and not every tense exists in every language. 
Um, and that's why I think grammar is so important um, because with time, we use tenses and we distinguish. And I think once we get into the perfect tense, students start to get confused. Periods of time drift into points of time and like what happened before what point or what will happen when something is happening. And you can see a lot of students getting confused. But I think that that's really important to distinguish between punctuation because you don't really see that uh, time reference in punctuation, what happened, when, and the point of the reference. Ideas such as relative clause that identify and explain need also be perfected. It reduces confusion. Relative clauses, again, they build on the, the verb or the noun that is being expressed and give a bit more clarification to the reader or the listener. And for me, the difference in punctuation grammar lies in what is expressed. Grammar expresses ideas, time, and mood, whereas punctuation expresses pauses and relationships. And to clarify that, I'd say pauses are as you expressed before, Josiah. Relationships, on the other hand, are how phrases and ideas are related to each other. This is where we see the colon and the semicolon, period and comma. Yeah, that's uh, that's really great. Um, I, I, you're getting into some deep deep areas there, like the perfect tense and adverb clauses. And <laughs> I know for me, as a as a teacher, I'm fine with that because uh, I've had to study all that. But it does become just kind of this like huge whirlpool. Uh, this kind of wormhole thing that can suck you in because trying to explain perfect tenses, as you said, is painful and it's really complicated. But I do feel like you uh, really explained that very well. So that's a good uh, summary. Oh, <laughs> sorry. That's just some shameless self-reference to our previous episode. But um, for I think that really the difficult thing about grammar and punctuation is that there's such large concepts. Like I was saying about the wormhole, there's just so much there. And so... Um, it's not something we can really cover in one podcast, or if we did, be really freaking long and super boring. Um, so if you want, I mean, there's tons of books out there, uh, libraries, I'm sure, full breaking down these concepts and rules. Um, I mean, just commas by itself, that would be on the whole podcast. But for me, there's one thing I, if I had to communicate about grammar and punctuation is that's really important to know your audience. And audience is something we might discuss in a future podcast. Um, but the rules and grammar of punctuation, uh, they get more strict or more relaxed, depending whether you're writing a scholarly essay for an academic journal or if you're writing a text message to a friend. I mean, seriously, uh, think about it. When you're writing a text message, even the rules of spelling just kind of go out the window. Phrases like see you later, they just get completely abbreviated into just a few letters or symbols. And that would never fly on a school assignment. Um, and here's just a bit of an aside to a couple of you, a couple of my students who do write like this on school assignments uh, as your teacher. I need to tell you, no, don't do it. Don't even think about it, <laughs> because when we're writing essays or research papers, you must follow the rules of spelling, punctuation and grammar. Um, but and this is sadly unfortunate, but also kind of strangely wonderful. If you're writing things like fiction. Uh, you do start to be able to break those rules. Uh, for instance, uh, there's actually a really famous book called Ulysses, which I've tried to read a couple of times, and I've never been able to get into it because the author just completely ignores all punctuation. Uh, I mean, I'm being completely serious. Um, in the last episode of the book, which is like 24,000 words long, there are only two periods and one comma. <laughs> That's just insane. 
Um, I mean, honestly, it's it's really painful to try and even read it. Um, so that's why I never read it. Uh, and that's probably because I'm such a grammar Nazi. But uh, however, uh, you will only get to do that if you became become a you know, world famous writer. So as long as you're our students, you do have to use correct grammar and punctuation. I'm sorry. <laughs> and and I'm sorry as well. I mean, I completely encourage creativity, whether it be your, in the source or your inspiration or how you put your words on paper, which perspective you use, how you use your adjectives. But when it comes to grammar and punctuation, the bottom line is that we're preparing our students to take an uncaring exam that is testing specific knowledge and skills. Good grammar and punctuation are on the top of the list of those skills. On the IGCSE, you can drop a band or two that's like eight points out of 40 no, for bad grammar, no matter what your content is. And that's really what's important. And since grammar and punctuation are so big, I do want you guys to be, you're starting small, but think about this like a leveling system, like the IGSCSE or you know, the Cambridge um, or Edexcel test do. They, they start you kind of on level one and, and you try to do the simple stuff and then if you can conquer that, then they move you on to like the next level and you get the marks for that if you complete these. Um, and on the bottom stuff, like kind of level one is the stuff, like capitalization and punctuation, you know, those small rules, which I think all of you can do, like uh, periods, full stops. Um, and then as you conquer that, obviously get more advanced. I think most of you are here. Uh, try to keep your sentence fluent, uh, sentences fluent um, and make sure you're uh, verb tenses match and then maybe after you conquer that try commas um, I think commas are actually really important uh, because without them uh, things can get really confusing uh, I, for me I I always think of the meme that has one sentence that can read two different ways uh, with or without the comma it says you know let's eat grandma uh, with a comma after the word eat so it looks like you're telling your grandmother hey it's time to eat however if you remove that comma it suddenly says you know let's eat grandma and now we're communicating how we want to kill grandma and eat her. Uh, hopefully, that's not what you want to communicate. Uh, so use commas, because in my opinion, they do save lives, or at least grandma's life. Uh, and then once you've mastered that comma, try for something else. Uh, but remember, you do need to proofread your writing. Always review what you've written, and even try to read it, read it out loud to spot any of those grammatical errors you have made. I mean, my point of contention right now is that in no way do we have to kill grandma to eat grandma. <laughs> oh, well, we have that <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's get dark. Okay. Um, and to my students, I, I mean, I want to have them even go as far as looking at their old work from last year and editing it. You will see your improvement in your punctuation and grammar and appreciate how far you've come already. You'll see where you should have added a comma, uh, where you should have maybe changed your, your compound sentence into maybe two sentences with some well-placed punctuation for a good pause. Um, and it, this will help you identify your growth, which is really important when it comes to improving over the long term. You get motivated when you see yourself groaning and you're going to learn more if you are more motivated. Great. So uh, let's move on to some practice for this week. Um, so for, for me, I want you to find an abridged audiobook. Um, you can find a lot of them on YouTube, um, especially the popular books like Harry Potter or J.K. Rowling's, sorry, Harry Potter's J.K. J.K. Rowling's Harry Potter, there we go, um, or Dune by uh, Frank Herbert. Um, and so you go on there, find one, something like that, and then find uh, alongside the audiobook the text, uh, which you can read along as the audiobook goes. Because the really important thing is the narrator, because 
this is you know what they're so good at they're so focused on making the book sound smooth and natural they will naturally read those punctuation pauses and sentence breaks into it uh so while reading it and listening um you'll be able to identify where and how a sentence should flow and over time you'll kind of strengthen that skill and do it naturally that is an excellent recommendation um students i want you to practice good grammar spelling and punctuation in your text messages and other instant messages Mr. Josiah referred to them earlier, how people tend to say, you know, you are instead of Y-O-U-A-R-E and practice, you know, bad spelling and bad grammar in their, their communication with their friends. And that sort of leaks over to their, their schooling. So I want you to try to force the habit of good English on your casual conversations. And I promise you're going to see some improvements in your more professional or academic English practice. Fantastic. So, all right, that's, uh, I think that's it for this episode of Write, Read, and Write. So don't forget to use grammar and punctuation because they keep your writing sounding smooth. And sometimes they even save lives, like grandma. Uh, so thank you so much for listening. And don't forget that uh, your use of correct punctuation is really, really important. All right. See you, everyone.